Hey guys, uh, good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, Trading the European Open. Hope you're all keeping well. You had a good weekend. Um, good as always to have you back. Good morning, guys. Okay, so let's get into it. We, we had a very interesting um, uh, trading week last week. Uh, for the pure fact that we had to kind of pretty much wait um, for the latter part of the trading week to be able to make any progress um monday tuesday wednesday very erratic um a marginal upside as far as us equities are concerned and indices um we were very much anticipating that that equity strength would 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 would, would win out over the course of the week but we had to be really patient uh, we were in the uh the nasdaq trade for most of the trading week um, but we're able to sort of get there in the end. We're able to sort of exceed our targets for the week, um, which is really the name of the game. So actually a good week, despite it being quite um, a, a quite a turbulent week and, and probably a lack of activity for the first two or three days. And it just shows the importance of, you know, if you've got a, a, a kind of a one-size-fits-all approach to trading, where you'll be trading all kinds of different market conditions the same way, it, it's it can become problematic for for traders um so what we want to do is adapt to the market conditions so as they tighten we'll tighten as they as they open up we'll open up and, and be more more aggressive so um patience is such an important feature with, with any kind of trading approach and strategy because you want the right conditions to trade right so you want um you want things to sort of stack up and to look sort of mildly positive um, and have more confidence in your decision making. And if those conditions aren't there, and you don't quite feel like you have the, the the right type of setups. Then what the markets are telling you, or what your sort of your your knowledge and understanding and your experience should be telling you is that you know the conditions aren't probably great for taking that that particular trade. And uh, you know last week a couple of trades really sort of drove that point home. So it just emphasizes the importance. Um, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. We've got really quite quite fascinating market conditions as, uh, at the moment in terms of how it's reacting to uh, to uh, higher rates uh, and and sort of the potential recession that's kind of lying dormant at the moment. You, you could you could say. Um, so let's start with these market fundamentals then. So we'll uh, we'll bring up Forex Factory. So as you can see, so today now is. Um, where we are Monday the 16th already. So um, if I just take you back to last week's news, uh, it's worth just just commenting on the fact that we've seen a sizable improvement on inflation in the US and, and that's pretty much kind of where we're at. Uh, core P P CPI is still really quite sticky. Um, however, uh, the headline rate is is coming down and um, I suppose how we look at that is we've gone from 9.1 to 6.5 and, and that's that may on the surface appear quite you know a sizable improvement um, the hard bit is going to be getting from six percent down to three percent or two percent they want you know we are three times above more than three times above uh, where the Fed want to be so we're nowhere near done as far as this whole inflation story is concerned and um, what needs to happen and it's broadly expected that we need to see a bit of a recession to see inflation come down structurally and and that's the problem so there's still so at the moment we've got quite strong um unemployment uh sorry we've got strong 
employment data out of the US. So a lot of people have jobs. There's there's close to two jobs available for every unemployed person. The the market's quite buoyant. Um, I suppose a lot of the, some of the uh, economic indicators are, are are looking quite positive. So we're not really seeing the signs um, that a recession is is imminent just yet. Um, in fact, it's staving off that 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 recession and the concept of recession because the Fed wants to induce kind of want to impact demand fundamentally, and they they're not they're not able to do it just yet. So they're they're going to probably keep raising rates for now. Um, even though there's many commentators saying that the Fed are likely to pivot, uh, we can't see that. We, we can certainly see going up to five five percent, five point two five, something like that. And then it's probably worthwhile, you know, certainly if if we were in the chair, to actually say probably now is a good time to pause. Um, so that's what we'd expect the Fed to do. But a little bit more upside between now and sort of perhaps March, we would anticipate certainly uh, with regards to decision making. And then they need to see this this market come come down quite considerably from six percent lower, and and this is where this 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 whole discussion uh, is likely to get a lot more challenging uh, as the year unfolds. But certainly, there's there's optimism now for for stocks. Uh, you're seeing things like crypto markets, you know, begin to to, to push higher, like Bitcoin. Um, and there's generally sort of a little bit of positivity that actually the Fed are, are raising rates and, and things aren't crashing. So it looks like we are getting that kind of soft landing <clears throat> that they were experiencing uh, that the Fed would ideally like. And uh, then it's things like consumer confidence. You know, 70% of the US economy is consumer driven. So if those consumers are broadly positive about outlooks, then it means they're more likely to spend. And if they spend, then the US economy will perform quite nicely. And that's really kind of where we're at. So just wanted to take you back there. You can see bottom left-hand corner, the US dollar is, um, <clears throat> sorry, the Fed have interest rates in the US now at 4.5%. So there's definitely, <clears throat> we would probably argue a 50 basis point rate hike and perhaps a 25. Um, however, there's many now saying that it's likely to be two 25 basis point rate hikes. And then the Fed might pause around 5%. We probably think they might tick a little bit higher um, for that shock factor more than anything because they don't want to loosen market conditions. And this is what, you know, when equities push higher, you know, certainly um, you can, that can induce uh um, potentially some inflationary uh, pressures and, and and looser market conditions, and they don't really want to see that. So um, we'll see who who wins out. We spoke a lot about two narratives last week: the Fed pivot narrative and the Fed higher for longer narrative. And that's really the that those are the two main narratives for these markets at the moment. Okay, so looking at today's news then, uh, today's Monday, of course, so we'll have a quick overview, but um, we've got a bank holiday. It's um, it's Martin Luther King Day. <coughs> so so we, we don't have um, all US or North American US uh, capital in these markets uh, today. So they're taking the day off. So we can expect probably lighter market conditions than than normal. But we just want to trade with that in mind, really. Um, so we'll be hearing from the governor of the, the BOE uh, later on today. 
to testify on the December financial stability report. So he'll be he'll be grilled later on. And um, you know, we're seeing a nice little dance across US equities at the minute. So um, you know, they've certainly kind of turned a significant corner. And uh the UK economy, as we know, kind of responds quite well to uh to kind of higher inflation, and that's kind of what we're seeing that bounce sort of feed through. Okay, so um so for the rest of the week, just a quick review, um, nothing too 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 major. Uh we'll have the inflation, Canadian dollar inflation coming out. Uh we we've got manufacturing index in the US, so we'll see what sort of sort of state that is um so we'll be hearing from uh the boj on wednesday so that's that's quite important uh last at the last meeting base well they um they've had quite tight yield control and they're beginning to sort of unwind that and just sort of tighten conditions slightly and not be so accommodating like like they have been for for, for so long so probably a very important event for the yen uh we've seen you know, significant yen strength over the last week. Um, CPI, yearly CPI uh, in in the UK, and you can see that um, we're looking at a figure of uh, over 10%, 10 10.5%, slight softening, but still elevated levels. um, And with a BOE uh, looking to, to push rates higher as well, there could be some further opportunities there. Um, we got PPI now. So we had CPI last week on Thursday and now this Wednesday we've got PPI. And so the producer prices, you know, are they are they going up or down? That could be a, a prelude for further uh, further inflation. So there's some negative figures here so that we can expect. Uh, sorry, that's uh, core retail sales. So core, core PPI coming in uh, slightly softer and PPI again sort of softer figures on the ppi side so again that can just support that that lower inflation uh, angle thursday nothing of any major concern and nothing of any huge interest on friday either so we're talking about tuesday and wednesday being the most significant trading days of the week from a a news data driven perspective so we keep an eye on that as the day unfolds. Okay, um, just to touch upon US bond yields, they're kind of sticking around this. Uh, we've got inverted bond yields, as you know. Uh, we've had for quite some time a leading indicator for a recession. And we've got the two-year um, about, you know, broadly speaking, about 70-odd, 72 uh, basis points higher uh, than the 10 year. So the outlook in the short term is slightly, I suppose, worse than it would be over a 10 year period. Uh, still kind of elevated as such, but you can see that the, the, the bond yields are relaxing uh, and, and taking the pressure out of of these markets, which is, is only likely to be further supportive for US uh, indices. So we, we keep a close eye on these bond markets as they unfold. We've got inverted bond markets, so we are anticipating a recession. When we get these um, inverted bond yields, it does signify that there is a recession on the way. 
Okay, so um, so let's have a look at these markets then, and we'll uh, we'll put together our trade plan uh, for you. Uh, starting as always with uh, with the U.S. indices, uh, we can see what sort of state of play they they are now trading. Okay, so um, so let's look at this on the daily time frame then. Uh, of course, any questions, guys, don't hesitate to post them into the chat box. Uh, good morning. Hope you're all keeping well. Good to have you with us. So this is an interesting bit of price action. We, we've been discussing now for quite some time, you know, not to take the eyes off the, the potential um, market reaction around these current prices. And we're talking about the $4,000 level in in the uh in the s p 500 so let me just get my pen up okay so um just taking this line and we don't need to be too so you can see that there is uh, a point of interest just around this little zone here and we don't need to be too tight but we know it correlates with the with the four thousand dollar level so we've got a point of interest because every time this market gets to this level, whoops, um, you know, we see a, quite a sizable um, reversal at every occasion, even, you know, this move there was last month that we, um, we broke above quite aggressively, um, but then fundamentally rejected those levels. And now we're back up at this level. Our initial responses we're probably likely to get further downside in these markets. Um, so that's what we can kind of prepare for. So with that in mind, we don't want to think like a uh, the sell trade is completely gone. There's strong resistance at this level. So we're very interested now to see if these prices can actually get above 4,000, but more importantly, stay above it. And just over the Asian session, um, all of last week, Thursday and Friday of last week, and, and the open last night failed to get above 4,000. Uh, today, during the Asian session, we poked above it, and now we've kind of reversed back below it. So all we're just saying is that there's a very, very important resistance level at this $4,000. And what that means for us as traders is we can be open to buying opportunities above 4,000 and open to selling opportunities below it. And that's really all we're saying. So we don't. We often don't mind, you know, if we're trading around levels of support and resistance, which this is. This is now a strong level of support and resistance. Um, we really don't mind how this market unfolds, um, but we'll be looking to to sell below, and we'll be looking to buy above. So we're not flip flopping in terms of our approach or, or changing our mind or anything like that. We. we we're, we're planning to buy it above 4,000. We're planning to sell it below 4,000. So I hope that makes sense. And it doesn't confuse you too much. We've got the CPI number down to 6.5%. Um, uh, okay, so, um, so we're in a similar situation across these markets. We've got these strong resistance levels uh, just at these highs up here. And it just it's just one to watch. It's just one to keep a, a close eye on. <coughs> uh, so, you know, similar type of analysis, really strong bounce. 
Would we expect these markets lower over the course of the year? We, we the answer is yes, uh, probably. So, um, you know, we've still got some weaker economic data coming down the pipeline. It's very slow in arriving, but it is very likely to be the case. Uh, there's probably the trigger for that is very much likely to be uh, U.S. employment numbers and uh, and you know further weakness in in earnings. So we've got we're in earnings seasons at the moment, so we're going to be hearing from you know these uh, corporate balance sheets and seeing how they're performing. Are they coming in in line with expectations, above or below? And that's likely to probably impact these relevant sectors as well. And um, we spoke about the the FTSE, you know, seeing a, a sizable uh, breakout above this level, the seventy six ninety one level. Um, we'd like a, a corrective move if we can back into that level, and then we'd be looking for further buying opportunities. So maybe a bit of short term weakness there. Same situation with the with the German uh, stock market. So a rollover back to fourteen seven would give us that. That strong move to the upside uh, more than likely and we're now attacking these lows down here so we'll be hearing from the BIJ on Wednesday uh, we'll see if there's any further stimulation in these markets or, or whether they'll um, they'll start to tighten conditions even further with uh, with the inflation that they're likely to see uh, in Japan and then Bitcoin uh, I know many of you are, are very interested in Bitcoin so a sizable move over the last week or two. Um, we're still in, you know, kind of a quite a long-term sideways moving pattern, uh, but it's got levels to it. So if you can look at this sort of stepping stone sort of mentality, we're getting a little bit of a bounce to the upside um, off the back of the positive uh, U.S. indice moves. Um, so yeah four you know three four days really strong uh positivity behind um behind bitcoin uh, we've got the the ftx drama playing out we've also got coinbase uh they're in trouble as well um let's see what happens from here we've got resistance to this 21 500 level so um is that likely to to hold these markets or will we just see a bit more of a, a spike to the upside um what is quite interesting is if we just again take these these little major levels we're kind of breaking out of this little zone in here so um, and then you move sideways so these are all the criteria you'd want to see for a bit of a, a bull run um the question becomes will we see one so a bit of a question mark over it. Um, we just monitor it further for now. I know, I know some of you do like to keep an eye on it and we, we don't trade it just, just for information. It's far too uh, volatile for us and erratic. Okay, so with markets like, um, like US oil, we're in a bit of a, a strange place with these markets now we've got this sort of it's kind of an ascending uh triangle now at this stage so you've got price pressures pushing prices higher creating higher lows sorry um yeah higher lows um but then you've also got this upper trend line 
um, likely to provide some resistance. So we've got a bit further upside to go. And then it's got a decision to make uh, around this level in terms of whether we push on. Um, so we can look for probably uh, buying opportunities at that point, but also keep the option open to see this, um, this little pattern prevail. So again, we're just wanting to see how these markets play out now over the coming, uh, the coming few days. You can see it's quite weak currently, and we'll see if that continues. So we were able to take profit um, before the close on Friday on our on our gold trade. So we, we took profit. Um, yeah, it was it was around the nineteen twenty one level, um, which was pretty close to to Friday's highs. Um, we're still around those levels as we speak. We we we're currently seeing a nice strong pullback uh, off the highs actually. Um, but we're looking for that next opportunity uh, to get into gold. You see, we've extended so much to the upside. We are looking for a corrective move, um, but this market doesn't look like we're going to get one. So we'd like this market coming back into this little zone. Um, and then that will give us that next leg, you know, to the upside. But so often we get these little linear moves in markets like, like gold. And as the dollar weakens, we'll only probably see further upside. So, we're just at extended highs up these levels. That's the only difficulty with gold currently. Right. So, um, so let's have a look at the commodities then. We're 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 in, I suppose, pivot points really for for many of these markets at the moment. And let's have a good look at the yen. So we did see a sizable uh, continuation on Friday. Um, without great opportunity to get into it we kept looking for this kind of pullback trade and that's what we're looking for in the pound yen uh, which never really it got close to delivering but never really gave us an opportunity to get into it that's the problem when you miss that breakout um you're then you know you can obviously jump in but we want prices to to give us better value uh, when prices are dropping like a stone. So we're able to obviously benefit from most of the move in the euro yen and the pound yen, just not not all of it. We, we wanted to try and get in again and we kind of couldn't, um, price action wouldn't really let us do it. Euro pound trading up at these highs. Um, so just have a quick look at the dollar then before I let you guys go. Um, we'll switch rooms now in just a couple of minutes. Uh, so. A decent move to the upside at the beginning part of the week yesterday. Um, a little bit of a, a rollover now to the downside. So we just want to monitor these daily candlesticks and see if there is uh, this mild strength beginning to creep in against the euro, against the pound. Bit of yen weakness now today as well. We'll have a look at the yen in more detail. The dollar Swiss, um, we had some weakness over the course of the Asian session. Now that's turning, it looks like it's turning mildly positive. So, will we have some risk off around that $4,000 level in SP? And then, will we, will we have a little bit of dollar strength? It looks like that trade is. is it's fizzling out to the upside and if these markets all start turning bearish and red like the Aussie dollar and New Zealand dollar um, then they could give us decent 
selling opportunities in those trades. Okay, so we are at quite important decision-making points. We don't really have an awful lot to drive these markets uh, just yet. So let's put together our trade plan, um, which is it's quite tough just purely because you know things aren't sticking out as we would like them to. Sorry about that, guys. I just realized I've got the wrong presentation up. So, um, okay, let's finish off with this then. So our trade plan. So on, on Friday, it was very much around risk on market conditions, uh, post-positive US CPI numbers. So we're looking at US indices higher, uh, further that, that yen strength trade, uh, gold nicely above 1900. So that was a good trade, taking profit around 1921. So... A nice move there in gold. Uh, US oil looking to buy above the 79.33. Uh, and now the price of oil is. We did get a move, didn't we? Uh, we didn't get into the trade, but we got up to 80.36. So nothing to nothing to shout home about, shout, shout home about, but we've got um, US oil coming back to that 79.33 level now. So really, the you know our, our primary focus was the yen and and gold actually on, on Friday, uh, we're able to do well out of those trades. So we've still got the potential for this positive CPI number positively impacting, and like I said above, um, above those levels will give us some decent opportunities. Okay, so let's put this trade plan together then. So just as a just a broad market summary. Um, Okay, there's some mixed market conditions, and I think we can probably just be mindful that there's reasons to buy, reasons to sell. So, um, okay, so in terms of our kind of trade plan, Okay, so it's just really the opposite. Um, we'll take these two away because we've got a, a bit of a focus now. We've got these uh, US markets trading around very important levels of support resistance. So the first thing to note is that it's a Monday morning. Um, we do have a bank holiday in the US and we do have sort of quite mixed market conditions. So we've had a bit of a move overnight, which is now subsequently reversed. So just to explain this, the US indices, we would expect them to move higher above current highs. So the, the S&P, for example, around the $4,000 level. And we'd expect if we do get above 4000 and we can stay above it, um, we would expect the, a weaker US dollar. Now, the, 
because we're at a sort of a, a, an important pivot point for these markets, the US indices, uh, if they roll below those current highs and we start seeing rollover price action around $4,000, then we can probably uh, look for some selling opportunities and look for a, a stronger dollar. So we've got inverted positions between US indices and the US dollar. So um, we'll either get into some indice, US indice trades or we get into some dollar trades. So that's going to be, I suppose, um, trades to keep an eye out for today. There's, there is a few others in the pipeline, so it's not, um, it's not like we'll exclude everything else, but we'll, um, we'll do more analysis now when we get into uh, this, uh, the, the trading day. So uh, any questions, feel free to post them, guys. Post them into the chat box. Just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive every single day from 8 a.m. for the U.S. trading session. And again... Uh, sorry, for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the US trading session. So if you want to join us for those where we'll, we'll go through the whole process of, of trading these markets and, uh, and discuss each trade we get into in, in some considerable detail. Um, and the idea is to hopefully sort of uh, go through, I suppose, the, a more of a professional mindset to these markets and, and not be so frivolous with your decision making, but to be quite controlled and concise in what you do. So hopefully we can help you there. For more information, just go to livetrader.com and any further questions, uh, feel free to contact us. We've got a chat box as well in our website. So if you've got any questions, uh, send them through to us. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Just let that animation run. Uh, thanks for joining us. Do take care and we will, of course, speak to you soon. Bye for now.